What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Producer Lindsay. Thanks, Beto. Woo! All right, so we got a little bit of a slight update on the missing submersible, which disappeared on its way to the Titanic wreckage site. Right? Yep. Rescuers have rushed more ships and vessels to the area where it disappeared. They're hoping that underwater oh, sounds that they detected for a second straight day might help narrow down their search in an increasingly urgent mission. Crews are scouring an area twice the size of Connecticut in waters two and a half miles deep as authorities are still holding out hope of saving the five passengers on board the Titan. But even those who expressed optimism warned that many obstacles remain from pinpointing the vessel's location to reaching it with rescue equipment to actually bringing it to the surface. And all that has to happen before their oxygen supply runs out, which is likely going to happen tomorrow morning. In less than 12 hours. Yes. Yeah. So they're, uh, they're still hearing those sounds that sounds like banging. The be- the, right. But they still have not found them. So Can't wait thing. for the 30 for 30 on this. It's not going to be a 30 for 30, oh. that's for sure. But it's... Um, so what can they hear? They've heard like this banging noise, like a constant banging noise that sounds like it could even be like Morse code yes, for that. SOS. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they feel like the only thing that could be looking for them at this point is like military um, like personnel and people that are very trained for that. So they, they think that that's what the banging is. Like that's what's catching attention. Yeah, there's some plane that flies overhead or a helicopter where they have the capability to listen to sounds that deep into the ocean, which most things don't. Right. So they know kind of sort of where they are, but not where they are. A general idea. Not close enough to like go down because it's small. Well, and here's the thing. Um, The other part, and this is a horrific story. It is. Um, Yeah, you say that. I'm not. No, it's horrific. People are going to die. Yeah, it's, I mean, I- But like, you know what you're doing. You pay $250,000 for this. Yes, I understand. I should be more sympathetic, but nah. Two I things mean, can be true at once. I, I'm with you. After seeing like how jerry-rigged this thing is, I don't know why these people would even pay Correct. to get on it. And then it. they get there, what are they going to look at? Like, they're just going to say, hey, we're looking, hey, there's Rose. Well, you can there's kinda, that diamond from the Titanic. You can see it if you're down there, and then I guess. What? I don't know. Uh, they just I think it'd be cool to, to look at. They, I think they wanted like, yeah. oh, I went. I, you know, right. The, well, uh, one of the guys, the guys that went to space with Richard Branson. So there's yeah. that. Um, but I'll go to space. Mm, no, I'm cool with space too. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. But no. So here's the thing. It's got to be incredibly like. First of all, even if they found them, because of the pressure, yes, you have to bring them up slowly. Yep. Like you can't it's like, gonna explode, right? Right. Yeah. And then the other part of the equation is, and I think you said this yesterday, right, Lindsay, was that it's sealed from the outside. It's bolted. So then the only other way to get to them would be to try to crack that thing open, which then could potentially kill them as well. Yep. It's it's a lot. And nobody thought about that. It's a lot. No, I read an article that this they had put this hypothetical out there and the guy that did it, he was like, oh yeah, no, no, no. The reason why you guys got those findings is because it was the prototype, not the actual thing we're using. But it's like, Man, no. Give me 250, I'm gonna stay home. I mean, listen, the, the fact that you know that it's counting down, like yeah. the time is counting down, like that has to be as nerve-wracking as nerve-wracking could be. Like, I'm again, I mentioned this yesterday and I hope it's not the case, but I wouldn't be stunned if someone in there already has just like, yeah passed away of anxiety or heart attack, something like that, because of the like anxiety. Like, it's not that big. Yeah. So I have a question. Nope. If somebody <laughs> passed away, which I feel like that's a very, there's a very high probability that at least one of the people 
is no longer alive. Mm-hmm. Does that free up like any more time for them, oxygen wise? Yes. It, it possibly, does, yes. but I don't know how much more. Because what if what if they find it and like all but one are like dead and this guy's like so let's do the math let's do the math let's say there's 12 hours and there's five people and there's 20 percent more oxygen what is that really giving you what's 20 percent of 12 hours hey that could make a difference of one person no i get it but it's only giving you like it's giving you less than two hours and if you survive how traumatized are you Oh, my yeah. God. Well, the, the the article that I was reading was talking, I was telling Lindsay this off the air, that they were saying that the people that are there and, you know, like you said, one already went to space and then the other one's the guy that actually built this. Mm-hmm. So he knows about this stuff as far as like the oxygen levels and all that, that they were saying that potentially they were guiding these people to do the minimum so the oxygen levels can you know, so they could prolong those 96 hours because if you literally just stay still, but imagine you're freaking out. I'm sure. I, I mean, obviously, I've never been in that situation, but I'm like, I don't think people can stay calm where they would just say, OK, let me just sit here and do nothing. So um, there is a, le- you know, uh, the Pope who's in our uh, he just goes by the Pope uh, in our circle of trust, our community and Twitter uh, says they fear the banging is pieces of the ship that may have already imploded. Like it's oh, just no. like cracking. Yeah, I'm I'm trying not to under the pressure. Dan Lebitard had like a submarine expert on today. Of course he did. And basically, (laughs) basically that guy said the the outlook at this point is is very bleak. I'll put it nicely. Yeah, that's terrible. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I mean, just uh, that's that story. How do you transition out of that? You don't. Um, Thanks, Lindsay. (laughs) Well, Cappy texted me. Wait, about the story? Well, I texted him asking him, trying to figure out what the song was, the Clarence Carter song, and he just texted me back, hmm, dot, dot, dot. He texted me, thanks for the list. Okay. Uh, All right, Right Captain. Got it. Don't need you. Yeah. Great show. (laughs) He did say to call him if we needed him. We don't need him. We're okay. I think it would be funny, though, if one of these days we call him just to be like, what are you doing? Call him at 640. No, we will be out here. I know. Just call him. <laughs> oh, he won't know that we're on the air. Yeah. He won't know. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? He yeah. did make it a Dealer's point choice? to tell me yesterday. He was like, I'm not going to be out of pocket or anything. Like, I'll have my Why computer. Why did he say that? He said the same yeah. thing to me. We were walking to the bathroom. It was, And he like did it like super low. Like yeah. He was like, hey, so I just want to let you know that you know you can call me if you guys need he anything. He said the same thing. And I'm like, uh, dude, you're, it's your girlfriend's birthday. Hey, like, is out of pocket like a professional term or that something? That is a yeah. workplace jargon. I, I'm starting. I got to learn this. There's a thing called EOD or... End of day. Yeah, I've never had a real job or a professional email, so I don't know this. It's so funny you say friends that. Friends of mine were saying this stuff. I'm like, what's with what, the COB? We yeah. were talking about this last week. There was a mm-hmm. story about like millennials and Gen Z kids like not understanding workplace jargon. And I said, next week we need to bring in one of the interns and ask them about a bunch of these terms and see if they know what they mean because I feel like they probably don't because no. I don't know a lot of them. Because I, I, I recently learned, per your request, Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I had a boss who's who always write best. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. He always thinking best of me. They're like, no, that fool don't like you. <laughs> he would just yeah. sign best in his yeah. name. I'm like, oh. That's and then, not a good sign. It's kind of a passive aggressive. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why I don't work for him anymore. <laughs> I should have learned how to play his game. Um, then the other one is uh, oh, I, I got today. received. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, I, I don't think best is passive-aggressive. It can't. I feel like a lot of times yeah, it is. It was, uh, no. Oh, he told me, per, I don't like the way you sounded, then best. I was like, ooh. Because it's actually short for, like, best regards. 
Well, then don't tell me that I'm getting fired for, or not fired, but like, hey, pretty much warning me to change. Or it's actually short for best regards, wishing you the best. It's not like- Man, when it, I wish people the best, I really am wishing them the- No, but that's, <laughs> but I'm telling you, that's what that's supposed I, to be. I get that, but I feel like that's just another example of how people like misinterpret things- yes. In this, with this workplace jargon, yeah. instead of just saying like "I wish you the best," they write things like "best," and, and it's like, "Well, just what short." Is that? Yeah. You know, are you professional? Do you have the professional emails? What oh, do you, you do because you have to work with like what do you mean a lot of producers and like what do you mean professional emails? No, like? because you work with a lot of different shows, a lot of different producers, and you have to have like the email chain back and forth, right? Uh, so here's a uh, a uh, I found this blog. Forget best or sincerely, this email closing gets the most replies. Uh, let's I don't want see. replies. Most popular closings, <laughs> thanks in advance, gets a response oh, of 66%. Oh, I feel like that's, that's kind of passive That's like, you better do what I told yeah, you, right? Yeah. Thanks, 63%. I do thanks a lot. Thank you. I do thanks mostly. Yeah. Thank you, 58%. I just ignore, because I'm like, you already told me what to do. Cheers. Cheers. Whoa. 54%. Kind regards, 54%. Regards, 53.5%. Best regards, 53%. And best... 51%. Huh. Lowest. Damn. No, uh, but it still gets your response rate of Damn. over half. So I don't think it's passive aggressive. Huh. So back, I used to work with, rest in peace. Jose well, by Pasolina. the way, we'll get to the alleged passive aggressiveness of the Lakers in a moment. <laughs> so, uh, oh, there's a lot of best in that email chain. Yeah, with Jose Pasalinas. And one of, the, one of the things that she was very adamant about was emails and how to end them. Because she said a lot of people don't get to the bottom of the email. They just read the yeah. top and oh, whatever. Oh, no, definitely don't bury the lead. Go quick. Yeah. Get, and, get to your point quickly. And she said, but in, this was specific, not for work, but, you know, dealing with contracts and things like that. And she said, make sure at the end you put, you know, I... I pre- it was something along the lines of I presume that you have read this and that you understand and it's like a binding thing in the email if I don't receive a, a reply from you. And you don't remember what it was? You know, I can put <laughs> But what I was... Anyways, she was basically an saying... A disclaimer that you need yes, to reply. You need to reply. You either need a lot to reply or the or assumption you're is you've read it. Right? Yes. That's something the intern should be taught, how to be professional emailers. Cause, uh, I don't think, I feel like it's it's so different now. Really? Just the yeah. way people communicate. All I know is if I'm emailing a vice president or or if I'm emailing George Sedano, I want to make sure my email is professional as possible. Sure, I agree. Hey, George, short can, and sweet. George, can you look at my reel? Not, short and sweet. Yeah, That's I, true. I get emails from people that want to give me their life story in the first nah, email and it's like, bro, it's a lot. Uh, growing up, I always dreamt of working in no, sports. No, no, just tell me, hey man. I, hey man, I want your job. Right, I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> just give me that. I'll be like, all right, I can help you. you yeah, know, maybe. That's like when I do guest <laughs> requests. I, just I don't say, know if I can help yeah. them. My what dad said, "What if they're not good?" My dad said, you were "Hey George, I'm coming to LA." Uh, my dad said, "I can stay at your house." I listen. I always I get emails from people, and I I get um, and it's usually from people that I you know they're like they know somebody I know. So, and it's like, so yeah, I'm always willing to engage, but like I, so I'll give you an example. I had a kid here, here, I'm not going to say who it was, but I had a kid who, um, sent me this email and he was a, like friend of a friend. Right. Mm -hmm. And he gave me this super long story about what he does and who he is and what he's doing and what he aspires to be, which is great. Um, and then, but he never actually told me what he currently does. Oh, so I just responded. Well, what do you do for the? Because he said he worked for a, a, a baseball team. Okay. And I said, Well, what do you do for this team? 
And then, like, that was my response. It was literally like, hey, thanks for the note. What do you do for the team? <laughs> Therefore, like, he probably didn't get the response he wanted because you had to ask more questions. Correct. So I was just like, Straight and then when the he point. wrote me back, it didn't even make, like, it was just like a whole bunch of- He still didn't tell you. Nothing. And I was just like, oh, man, this doesn't help. Like, I, So I'm kind of stuck at, it's funny because this is a very recent thing this week. And I'm just kind of like, I don't, I've, the email has now sat there for a day and a half because I'm like, well, what, it, I don't, I still don't understand what you do. So I'm like, you know, like, you, you got to help me, help me help you. Exactly. Like in Jerry Maguire. Help me help you, Rod. The human brain. <laughs> the human head weighs eight pounds. Human head. That go. scene in Jerry Maguire when they're in the shower. can smell fear. And he's like, you don't know what it is to be me here for you. It is a pride swallowing siege that I will never fully tell you about. Cuba. It's a great movie. Heck yeah. It holds up still. It does hold up. Yeah. Strangely enough, yeah. it does hold up. The only part about that movie is when he's pretty much dead paralyzed in yeah. the end zone and then he gets up yeah like, oh, that, 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 and doing like break dancing yeah that break is, dancing yeah. in the end zone it's <laughs> yeah. like oh we're all yeah. crying I mean that's when you know it's get the, up Rod it's a movie it's Hollywood it's a movie like, oh, let me break dance yeah. Yeah. it is a movie so there's that but they had the real Monday Night Football cast on yes they did and yeah. they paid for that right yeah, yeah. You, ever, how can, you ever been in a movie I have not I think that's what I want to do now I think I'm a, I want to be, be. You want to be Beto Duran in a movie? No, no, no. I want to be reporter number six. Oh, reporter number six. Yeah, um, reporter number six has got to pay something. You have mentioned that a lot. That you because became, I got nothing else to do, right? So I might you as well talk to Mace. He's an extra in uh, League. Yeah, of but own. nobody knows him. Yeah. I want to be like known. I want like John Beard from Arrested Development. People didn't know that he was actually a news anchor here in L.A. Mm. And he got that role in Arrested Development, and he made all kinds of money as a recurring role for yeah. them. So I just want to be like, you know, they go over the top. Here in East LA, Humberto Gomez blah, 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 Duran. I want to be that guy reportando. You yeah. should have talked to Ramona when they were filming for the. Uh, the no, because I was a professional thing. one. I want to be like a. No, they they, they hired an actual did, journalist. She actually did put yeah. my name in the hat. Oh, for, yeah? for like reporter six. Yep. Like to ask like a press conference question. Yeah, like Rome yeah, was cool. in like any like any given Sunday, right? He was in there or no? It wasn't Rome. It was a guy based. Oh no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't there. It was a guy who yeah. was asking. He's in Cleveland Station where they were in draft day. Yeah. They were in draft day. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Laura, can day. we just keep going here? Because we've already screwed the clock up here. Yeah, thanks. Um, Bring this back of your inbox. Yeah. Is that right? Best, George. <laughs> thanks in advance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will get these down one day. Uh, but yeah, so to your point, just do that. But yes, I, I Ramona did offer, uh, put my name in the hat to be reporter number six. Now, they haven't started filming that, though. Yet. I think they, they did start filming it. Did they? I well, think so. Then they haven't called me to be reporter number six. Damn. So it'll you're, be someone you're big else. Time though. See, you you actually a name. You would play yourself, right? But I wasn't around then during the Sterling thing. No, but I'm saying if you're if there's a movie that comes out, right? If it was like in modern day times, modern I would day be time. like, yeah, like I would love to be in those State Farm commercials. Like I could do a sideline thing, yeah, for sure. something like that. Yeah, like Robert Me and Fl Chris Paul, like Robert Flores from MLB Network, yeah. former Sports Center. He was in um, uh, the movie high school, the high school um, yeah. with Boogie. Uh, if you want to. The Texas movie, uh, Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah. He was like local reporter guy interviewing the running back. Like, he was that kind of role. I want to be that guy. I'm just, I'm going to go get headshots. That's it. Go do it. I got nothing else to do. Um, First, I need Botox. No, Spe you don't. Oh, yeah. My 11s are terrible. <laughs> we all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, <laughs> let me ask you this question. All right. Okay. Folks. Because there's a couple of things going on. So, there's been a lot of chatter because of the Draymond Green mm-hmm. vacationing with LeBron. And, look, do, now, this Brian Windhorst story, is this sound or is this just like a, We a do story? not have the sound okay, on this one. Okay, cool. Um, so Brian Windhorst basically says that he thinks, and I, I believe this as well, that Draymond Green is going to re-sign with the Warriors. If I had to guess, this is my guess, not a report, but I would guess that Draymond signs like a, I don't know, four-year, $100 million or something like that. Damn. That much, huh? Yeah, like 25 a year? I was thinking around 80. Or whatever. Okay. Like three for 75. But it's his last contract. Right. I, I think something like that, right? Like uh-huh. in that range. 25 a year sounds about right. Ain't too much for him. Okay. I, I think it's actually a really reasonable deal in today's NBA. Yeah. That's that's the key. Today's NBA. Yeah. I think okay. that's a very reasonable deal in today's NBA, especially for a guy that's a big part of the equation there. But then the question then becomes like, oh, well, what about, you know, is he trying to leverage something with the Lakers? Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't. Do I think he's actually friends with LeBron? Yes. Do I think that those two may or may not have a conversation about playing together? Perhaps. Um, but, but everybody does that. Yeah, I, I exactly. And that's kind of my point. Now, do I think it actually happens? No. But I'll do this. I'll give you a fake trade that I know works because I put it into the trade machine today. Well, okay, hold on. A fake trade? Right. That you just threw out there like a fan into the trade machine? Yeah. Okay. Because there's a there's been a lot of chatter like amongst like media people like it's one of these stories that's like no one that like really like covers the league on a daily basis has said so this. people in the league right it's not like Woj or Shams has said this okay okay it's just chatter from like media people about oh I don't know LeBron and AD must not get along <laughs> who knows I've heard and hearing things that they're frustrated with each other blah blah blah, blah. and I don't know that to be the case so at all somebody heard from somebody's guy hey, whatever okay. I mean listen let me explain all something right. to you okay when you're around somebody every day for, you know over years and years and years you get on each other's nerves absolutely I, it happens to me and Cappy every day and you're and I still put up with him that's why Mason Island don't talk outside of the show correct because they would kill each other correct yeah, I've been on their group chats by accident because they think they're texting Jorge Briones and they actually text me. <laughs> so I've actually seen what their group before. their group texts are like. You know, no, that seriously has happened a million times. You have no idea how many times that happens. And you don't say anything? I just, no, I just Did sit you there. read it? Yeah. And when do they realize, oh. No, there's been a couple times where Greg notices. And then I just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I laugh and I also give like quick input as to like, I actually think you should do this. No. Yeah. 
But it's funny. It's never. And it's not like top secret stuff. No, but they never. But the fact is that they of like, damn. So Donald's ratings are better than ours. None of that. No. Oh, that's boring stuff. No, it's show stuff. Ah, oh, like today, we're going to play Game of Games. Right. We should have won the Mandy. Let's talk about this. Oh. Let's talk about I'm that. I'm going to say the Dodgers this. You're going to say this. Right. right. I mean, it's not really even that, but it's just like show-related stuff that okay, I, get, right. I get tagged on because they, they think they're sending it to Briones, but they tagged the wrong Jorge in this case. Um, so it's pretty Keep funny. Keep Jorge straight. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, they get on each other's nerves. NBA. Right. They get on each other's nerves, right? Maybe. I mean, what I will tell you is, having covered any sport for a long time, and you would know this about all the sports you've covered, eventually, like, guys, you know, the longer they're together, they're going to have more opportunities to be annoyed with each other. Especially in basketball, because there's less. Right. In baseball... There's a bigger clubhouse. Bigger clubhouse, cultural divide, position divides. Pitchers stay with themselves, or infielders, or the the Latino corner. Right. Basketball, there's only 15 of you. Right. And you, your roles are defined. Right. There's only a couple stars. And there's only so much room you have because right. you have a seven-footer here. You can't really so spread out. let's just say for argument's sake that all this chatter, which I don't necessarily believe, other than the normal, hey, there's always going to be some rub when you work with somebody for a long period of time. Like, you're never, there's never going to be always harmonious 100% of the time. But this chatter that AD and LeBron are quote unquote frustrated with each other. Let's just say, let's take it for face value because frustrated doesn't mean that they don't want to play with each other anymore. Yes. Like that's not, it's not what I'm saying either. But let's just say for argument's sake, let's say it is the worst case scenario. Let's say it's nuclear, that they can't stand being in the same room, which is not the case. Mm-hmm. But let's say that is the case for argument's sake. Would you do this deal? Anthony Davis for Draymond, Jordan Poole, and Jonathan Kaminga. I would do it if I were the Warriors. I don't know if I would do it if I were the Lakers. I'm looking only it, from by the, the, it does work in the trade machine. Looking at it only from a Lakers side. <sighs> yes. You would do it. Really? Why? Because Draymond plays more games than AD? Because we know what Draymond it, is dependable. He's going to play seventy-five games or somewhere close to that. And we know what AD is. And and what is that? Not reliable. He's as you would say the Matrix, but damn it, George, that Matrix don't work, man. We've seen it. And Draymond comes in, and he's going to do what he has to do yeah, for you. LeBron, LeBron needs somebody that's going to take okay. on the scoring burden, and that's not Draymond. And I but can't it's not trust- an AD anymore. Yeah, but uh, I mean, who who's the scoring burden going to be on? But Austin Reeves? somebody who's going to have some kind of like red ass in him and go after you. I know, but Austin Reeves is going to pick up the scoring burden? <sighs> like, that's the problem. Like, AD has shown us he can get, he's going to get- He's also shown us he's not going to play. Right, but he's also shown you this season I thought he played- well when he played now he got hurt like legitimately injured at one point during the season yes but and, and he's he play- going to get legitimately hurt again and he played i get it because the biggest predictor of future injuries passenger but he played through pain this year yes he did and was getting Credit a- there and Credit was there. getting you 35 40 in those games and he changed things up in the playoffs great sell high i just don't i'm i just I'm don't know, I, I just don't think that that that's the only thing that really works because they're not trading clay and they're not trading no, i said we're doing the hypothetical if it was going to yeah. happen just to play your game i would get rid of him because you give me draymond he's going to come in there and he has some pieces but either way though with you're not winning a championship with those two you got you got where you're at you think it's done yeah you think their championship windows closed done 39 years old you got to where they're at 
they got to the Western Conference Finals because of the easier road, as you said. You got to line up right. Everything lined up for them, and they got where they're at. I'm done with the Lakers. Done. Move it. This this because this look, version of them. El campeón. Uh huh. At le champion Joe uh, says trade AD for Clay. I mean, you could make that work, but I don't think that helps the Lakers either. Mm-hmm. Listen, Clay played had great. Like he had two of the highest scoring months of his career, but. You know, Clay's, you want to talk about, like, I, we love Michael, but let's be honest. I love Clay, but I don't know. I'm not trading Clay for AD straight up. Like, that's not happening. AD is still got a higher ceiling than no, Clay. No, no, not straight up. You got to get some bodies. But their money is equal. Like, you got, yeah, but you'd not, have to, not, there'd have to be more bodies going back well, and forth. Well, the Lakers have no depth. You got to have somebody on the bench. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the AD for Draymond, Poole, and Kaminga, it, it gives you Draymond right away. Mm-hmm, it gives you the toughness. Yes. Poole. I just is, like Draymond fighting people. I he, just love that. Poole is, can can go off scoring-wise, but he can be inconsistent. And it seems like he can be a little immature at times, which I don't think would vibe with LeBron. And Kaminga's a project still in a lot of ways. Yeah. But an incredible piece of clay to mold, right? Like I, I think, Which they don't have. I think Jonathan Kaminga, to me, still has a lot of upside Correct. if you get him in the right situation. Yes, but I don't know if he's like I think that situation is a place where he's going to play a lot, and I don't know if the Lakers is. I mean, I don't know, maybe, but I just I don't know. I just don't like AD anymore. That's simple as that. It's nothing. It's just more of when are you going to fall? And apart? by the way, who presents? I literally done? started the conversation saying I would not do this if I were the Lakers. I would do it if I were the Warriors. Oh, yes, right. Yeah. But yeah, get rid of them. Get rid of everybody. I, I just want AD for the show. I mean, um, Draymond for the show. Yeah, it just doesn't fit, though. I don't care if it fits or not, no, George. No, but that Give matters, bro. That <laughs> matters, bro. Give Come me. On. We talk about. We want Otani for the show. We want Draymond for the show. That matters. If we give Draymond uh, four to seven, can we do that? <laughs> Draymond's <laughs> podcast is pretty fire. It really is. All right, it coming really up is. next, award-winning radio Tinder. Oh, two time. Oh, and by the way, Rome back to was back. in uh, the longest yard. That's what I was thinking. Oh, and I got a, a movie thing for you, but real quick, we'll get to that in a second. Ha- by the way, have you seen my guy Jacob's Upside Down TV spot? It's pretty no. badass. Yeah, you can, when you watch like Laker games, you can see it. Um, if you haven't seen it, go to his website, calljacob.com, and take a look. The idea is if you're injured in an accident, your world may feel like it's turned upside down. But one call to Jacob at 844-24-JACOB, and your world is right side up again. Now, this is really important advice. It's really important to make sure you have Jacob's number in your contacts. I just gave you the number one more time, but I'm going to give it to you again. 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. You may not remember the phone number if you're involved in an accident, but you've heard me talk about Jacob long enough to know that you'll need to have Jacob's name in your contacts, and you got to put him in your phone right now. Call Jacob at 844-24-JACOB, and he'll turn your world right side up if you get into an accident. Guys, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. You call Jacob, he'll win for you. That is the big key there. Call him at 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB or visit him online at calljacob.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
You know, I stopped watching that show. I never got to the end. I didn't um, either. I don't remember how it ended. I went through the end. Same. It was in, in Vegas, and I, it was just the oh, last. He was trying to buy the team. And then I remember kept, that. I missed the last few episodes. And he kept them in Oakland. It, 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 the last season struggled. Yeah. Once they left Miami. It was weird, right? Yeah. Because yeah, then they were trying to act like they were in Miami, but they were in LA. Uh, a lot of it was <laughs> filmed in Belmont Shore. I used to live down there. Yeah. So you would see the streets closed off a lot. So yeah. a lot of those bridges were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of Belmont Shore has been used for Miami. Oh, Dexter filmed a lot of stuff yeah, down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was a good soundtrack, though. You heard this on Sunday they, night? No, it was a good show at the beginning. Yeah. I liked the show at the beginning. Yeah. It jumped the shark. It ran its course. Yeah, the last season was it, too It much. should have been like two seasons is all it should have been. Yeah. But I think they did three, right? Is that what they did? Uh, yeah, I think it was three. Yeah. yeah. Empire. Yeah. And I love The Rock, so I was in, just because it's The Rock, I was going to watch. See, you should have been in that show. Yep. Levitard was in that show. Oh, you, oh, he was in a couple episodes. Yeah, but we need a couple. I mean, but I was, he, I was living Jake here. Jake Glazer was in it a lot. Yeah, Jake Glazer was in a lot. Jake Glazer yeah. wasn't in a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's his guy. Yeah. I'm not an NFL guy though. But it doesn't matter. You're Miami guy. If they did an if they did an NBA show and I wasn't on it, and and th then I would be maybe I'd you know have what? more acclaim. I'm gonna become your Hollywood agent. Okay. All right. You have a NBA TV agent. I'm gonna become your Hollywood agent. <laughs> I'm gonna be Ari Emanuel. I feel like my my agent also reps a lot of famous Hollywood people. So well, then that. get us a show. <laughs> Tell this guy or so, woman, whoever it is, get us a show. Easier said than done. The Latino Heat show. There it is. Yeah. Everything else on Netflix. <laughs> All right, I just need a job. What do you got, ladies? <laughs> You're always campaigning for something, Beto. Because I'm broke. <laughs> kids are expensive. Don't I have them. I feel it, man. I feel it. And I don't mm. even got kids. That's why you're filling in for, for Travis and Slee on Friday, not our show. I, I you got to do two jobs. You know me. I sell out for one more dollar. No well, problem. Well, I don't think that their show is um, the outbid us by any means. Oh, I think it's they, the time. I you. <laughs> no, they didn't. We won more Mandy's than they did. <laughs> I won two myself. Jesus, I mean, Jesus. you know. Wow. Just saying. <laughs> one, one, two myself. How many people on their show can say oh, that? Four, actually. Four, if you count last year. Not well. that they're in your office or anything. No, no. <laughs> I, I can't fit them all at home. They can't all fit on my shelves, and I'm not joking. They're huge trophies, and I only have room for them on two shelves. Oh, chewy. <laughs> chewy. I was gonna bring Chewy in a tux, and I really oh. wish I did. So I'm doing it next year. There you go. What if he has to poop? Um, I think they'd be funny. Actually, if he pooped no, on the probably, red carpet, it would not. be funny. Probably not. He's a very regimented pooper. So, oh, okay. You know. Good for him. Yeah. He knows yeah. what's up. So am I. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Stop. Cappy's not here. Stop. Yeah. I was just Somebody had say, to do it. That was yeah. a Cappy line. Yeah. Somebody had to say it. Yeah. Go All ahead. Right, what so do you got? So for the first time, U.S. regulators on Wednesday approved the sale of chicken made from animal cells, allowing two California companies to offer lab-grown meat to the nation's restaurants, tables, and eventually supermarket shelves. So they're not actual chicken. Right. So, so they're not free range. Well, the cultivated meat is grown in steel tanks using cells that actually come from a living animal, a fertilized egg, or a special bank of stored cells. Then the products, they're made and they are actually meat. So they're not substitutes like the Impossible Burger or like the Beyond Meat, but they're actually made from the cells and like I said, like the organisms of and eggs of the actual animals. Right. So it's not plant substitutes. Not okay. proteins or other so ingredients. So this is not a vegan option. It's basically, correct. It's basically meat that's grown in a lab, right? No, uh, I'm good. Yeah. Do you think it'll be the next big thing? I, I, I mean, I, uh, I don't know because um, I'm guessing there has to be, um, so if, if there is like some sort of, um, what's the phrase I'm well, looking for? Well, first of all, the, the biggest Healthy? upside. Yeah, what is the health options here? What what are the what is, what is the upside? Well, I guess you, the upside is that 
It's going to eliminate harm to animals where you don't have to slaughter animals anymore. That's what they're for. Yeah, but that's kind of the circle of life stuff. I believe in that. Okay, but, you know, there's a lot of people that don't eat meat for that exact reason. I get that. But but this is also not a vegan option for those people either. And then... Because it's made out of cells. Well, some people are are against just like the way that like they don't eat meat just based on how they kill the animals and slaughter them blah 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 or some people only eat free range stuff whatever the other part of it is the environment it's you know because farming and the way that they do everything has a huge impact on the environment grazing everything that takes to raise the animals this eliminates all of it. You're literally yeah, using I, a big I warehouse. Not, I would prefer the, still the free range stuff yeah. and same. all that. I'm, at at I'm, the same time. So swipe left. Is yeah, me. I'm also swiping left. All right. <laughs> What's next? Okay, so this is a little bit confusing. Oh, jeez. But I feel like it's important to bring up. A class action lawsuit was filed yesterday against the owners of a local restaurant, John and Vinny's. The restaurant says that the 18% service fee attached to every check is part of a vision to make more pay more equitable among all the workers. So it's a tip share thing. So they put 18% service charge on your bill no matter what. If you want to tip more than you that. You can, if not, forget right, it. Right, exactly. And yeah. then they're supposed to take that 18% and spread it among all of the non uh, salary employees, right? Right, so all the servers. Correct. Okay. So the lawsuit alleges... And the bus boys and girls, yep. okay. yeah. So they get their cut. Right. right, so the lawsuit says that they actually denied workers tips and therefore shortchanged them on their take-home pay because of confusion resulting from the 18% service fee. Because a lot of people, when you t- explain the service fee, they're like, wait, so the tip doesn't all go to you? How does this work? And they're also supposedly, I guess, reportedly, according to this lawsuit, spreading it out amongst people who also already get salaries. So, Well, that's weird. The question here is, should every employee of a restaurant share in what customers pay for being served? Like, should, should they share all that? Should they do the shared tips? Should employees share the tips? Yeah. Like, if everybody, like I said, everybody's paying in. Yeah, I, I don't, I, listen, I, uh, my wife would be a better uh, person to answer this question because she actually worked as a server uh, in, when know. she was young. I was too. I have never worked I've never had a job, as so a server. I've never worked as a server yet. So, I, I mean, I, and, and that's not anything other than it's just never been an opportunity for me when I was younger. Or, so or they share point, the tips, but. right? They'll- yeah, it's like a common thing, right, Lindsay, now? Well, they're supposed to, but yeah. again, like, let's say I'm waiting on your table, right? Uh-huh. And I explain to you the service fee. Well, it's because we all split our tips here. If you want to tip more than that, that's great. If not- Nah, nah, you already gave me 18% so, charge. I ain't paying more. Well, what if, like, John Ireland comes in, who all is a very uh, gracious tipper and I'm wants a good tipper to tip too, more? But if I'm already getting charged for the tip, why am I going to leave no, more of a tip? But well, that's, that's not- part of the that's part so of the lawsuit. Now you want me to leave 30%? The thing is- also, right, if I'm not mistaken, is what she's asking is you already leaving the 18, right? Because yep. it's there. And let's say you do want to do an extra 2% to tip 20, whatever. But what her question is, if I'm right, is do that person, should that person split? Because that's the whole thing. It's yeah, like, should uh, everything go into the pot to be shared? Yes. Okay. I don't think it should. Can I dial out from here? Do I have to press like nine or anything? No, no, no. no you don't have to press nine. You okay. need to go ahead. So here's the thing. I have friends that are servers. I have friends who have restaurants and they all share their tips. But I have heard. You um, want to put it in queue because it might be ringing already. Wait, who are you calling? Calling my wife. He, she'll he's she'll calling, have a better idea. His wife. But the thing is. <laughs> you guys FaceTime people who just call your wife. The thing is, like for me. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let's hear. How did she answer? My love? No. <laughs> oh, no. You calling from the station? Hello. Tell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kel, yeah. can you hear me? Kelly, you're on the air. You're on the air. Oh, yes. that's right. You're on the air. I have to say that. You're on Ryan's Roses. She knows she was on the air because I text her. No, I'm just, you got it legally. I know, I know. Hey, you're on the air, honey. So, let's just get it right, people. So, Lindsay had a story about servers pooling tips, right? Correct. So basically, this restaurant charged an 18% fee, and everybody pooled their tips. When you worked as a server and you were young, was that a common thing? No. The only people that pooled tips were the busboys and the um, and the food runners. So how would that how would that work? Um. I'm trying to remember. The, be- the best way to, to say how that works um, is basically they, they, they get paid out a percentage from what the servers and the bartenders make, so they can track so the that. So br- the servers and bartenders, you know, t- like tip them off their tips is basically how that works? Of their sales. I never did that. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> no, but I have heard that. I have heard that. And um, no, because... Yeah. No, but it's also at where I worked, um, the food runners and... Um, they handled takeout, so they would get tips on takeout too. So uh, I'm I'm not really sure how the busboys were tipped, though. That's a good question. Okay, I don't remember. But you never pulled tips, no, right? We, uh, the servers didn't. Sh- no. Mm-mm. Yeah. So no. all right. So you would and you would not you would not go for that is what I'm is my question when you were that age. Oh, I would have. It just they just didn't ask us to. Oh. Um, I would have pulled tips for sure. Yeah. Everyone deserves to be paid. <laughs> True. The the thing is, I've had some waitresses that are not great, just saying. But what we do is we mm-hmm. tip cash because when you tip in card, they usually pull. When you tip cash, they don't have to tell the other servers, hey, someone right. tipped me yeah, yeah, yeah. XYZ money. Yeah. So that's why we do cash. And if we have a better waitress or somebody yeah. else's table that is waiting on us better, because sometimes our suck, we tip them better. <laughs> All right, time to go. Kind See you later. <laughs> bye. <laughs> See ya. Tacos are here, so right. bye. Thanks, Taco bye. Tuesday. It's Wednesday, actually. But. Hey, taco every day. So and tip cash, people. Tip cash. I would. Well, I would say as a, I bartended and served. You were right. This was confusing. Well, I just feel like a lot of companies do it differently, and at the end of the day, I just think that you know, I personally know that I I bust my ass. Like I'm working really hard. I do not want to pull tips with the dude over there who's taking his good old time doing whatever he's doing. That's true. Like I don't want to pull tips because I know that I'm better than like. I, I know how what I deserve. I work for what you know. You get what you deserve. You work you, your butt you, off. You get tips. You earned your tip, and you shouldn't share a hundred dollar tip with somebody who is worth two bucks. Right. Right. Exactly. Damn. Just saying. But some places they don't give you the choice. Yeah. That sucks. All right. That was very confusing. But nonetheless, do we have one more? Or are we done? No, we're done. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Lynch. I'm just being that guy. It, it was confusing. I. I. So you know, do we tip? But or I not? was not the right person. To tipping have cash. Tipping uh, cash. I don't have I no try cash. to tip in cash no, when it, I have it. It is better for I never them. have cash. When I have it, I do. Yeah. And then what I do in the tip line is I Put write cash. cash. Please do, because I've been... I and, write it. And in Florida, the, the tip cash. is already included. When I go to Orlando, they always give me the check says tips already included. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's this situation. Yes. is It's coming up here where they're, now they're saying they're yeah. not giving them all the tips. So yeah. Yeah, you never sucks. know. You oh, never know. Sucks, man. All right. Radio Tinder is presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right. Coming up next... You and I, Beto, we're going to talk a little Raiders. Raiders. Okay? Yeah. There's some uh, trouble in paradise, as I'd like to say. There's when, paradise with the Raiders? Hey, you know, it's relative. <laughs> All next. <laughs> 
Got a jam in there, grooving. Cappy will be going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Maybe for more than one reason. You never know. On Rachel's birthday. You know they're going to fight, right? I thought you were going to say something else when you said, starting with the word F. So did I. I, I was, was terrified. Like what are you doing there? I know how to behave. For I know like how to keep a half second. Oh, I know how to keep a job. For like a, maybe a quarter <laughs> of a second. That's debatable too. I was like, <laughs> I was like, is he going to say what I think he's going to say? And then you said fight, and I was like, ooh, thank <sighs> God. Oh. Yeah, because another dump. Like I'm not extra. I don't go over the top. I know how to behave, kind of. Uh, but no, there's going to be an argument about something. Why are you listening to the station? Why um, are you playing that music? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably more. Why do that. you listen to what Laura gave you? <laughs> I made you a CD, Scott. How come you don't listen to that? It's Blink One Eighty Two, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he took his day off for her birthday. We are all no, he took the rest of the week off. Three, three days, days, Beto. Three. <laughs> oh, it was a minimum of three. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think her birthday is actually today, though. Yeah, right? it is. Happy so. birthday, Rachel. Happy birthday, Rachel. Rachel. What do you? What, what's wrong with you? What happened? Be nice. You know, some people are hopeless romantics just because you're not. He's not. Yeah. He's really not. He, no, <laughs> it's a yeah. Yeah. Like take the weekend. Also, for her, you know, I'm, I'm be quiet. She can't, she's not here to defend herself, but. A little too old to be doing birthday week, birthday month, birthday this. Uh-oh, Laura's getting offended. Oh, no, no. I'm not a birthday month person. Uh, no. I thought because you like flex oh, your- no, Oh, yeah, you were flexing on there. Calm down, Mookie Betts. Oh, Kershaw. King Kershaw, yeah. No, 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 no. But yeah, no. Go on the weekend. Man's got to work. Yeah, you do a weekend trip. El hombre tiene que trabajar. Exactly. Oh, my God. I don't even know how many- How old my mom is? Ella lo mantiene. By the way- That's true. Oh, for real? Yeah. Come on. In that case, go Cappy. <laughs> I don't know. So he got a Bergman. She's the sugar mama. Yeah. For real? Yeah. yeah. You didn't know she's the one to make money. I mean, she makes money. She's an accountant. And she has a bunch of businesses. And For real? Oh yeah. yeah. She's the sugar mama, dude. Yeah. Cappy, Cappy has four hey, kids. Cap, you know, I take it all back. You do you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Cappy, take the whole week off, man. Take the whole month off. That's right. By the way, when we were talking about the reporter role for the... Uh, the Sterling Affair Ramona show. Ramona texts you? Yeah, she yeah. said it was Bill Plaschke. Plaschke took it. Yep. Well, Plaschke oh. deserves it. She gave him a list. They asked for a list of a couple names who'd be good for yeah, it. Yeah, but Plaschke doesn't win around the horn. Who's good? Yeah, he does occasionally. Yeah, he does. Oh, I don't watch. I mean, who does? Uh, I mean, Plaschke deserves it. Plaschke's been at like nah, he a columnist for 30 the, years. The nicest man, too. Yeah, he's an incredible cool. human being. Yeah. All right. I'm not Could have used some diversity yeah. in there, though. It's okay. Sedano in there. <laughs> you mean I mean, listen, we could use the some, entire business. I was just going to say, I mean, we could use some <laughs> diversity in the entire business. I just think, you know. Yeah. You're looking at uh, the entire diversity. There, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, good for you, Cappy. Happy birthday. Um, so, trouble in paradise with the Raiders. Yeah, what you got? Josh Jacobs. Now, what did he what, what did he say on Twitter, Lindsay? What did, what did he do? He tweeted two words. Bad business. Oh. Nothing else. You know, being a running back right now sucks. There's no yeah. way no. around it. They're going to get rid of you as soon as you can. Bad offseason for running backs. Yeah. No, just bad, bad generation yeah. they don't get yeah. the, oh that stuff i thought you meant because you're not getting that second contract you're not getting right. you're getting moved yeah. out of here it, it, you're listen it running back was always the most interchangeable position in the sport and what happened was teams just got smart and it's like forget it we don't need like one yeah. bell cow we just get like four running backs yep and we're uh who's who was the rams running back a couple years ago was steven jackson no, bro, that's way back. Who that's like St. Louis Rams. Who am I thinking of? 
Todd Todd Gurley. Gurley, Todd Gurley, right? Yeah, he was great. He was great. And then that's it. To the, the side. And then just keep on going. Keep on moving. Like the running back position is just you get beat up so bad. There's very and you're abused yeah. and you're not getting that big contract anymore. Right. Mm. That's so, why it's why a lot of guys don't get drafted in the first round. It's why when Bijan Robinson went in the top ten, that goes to show you how good that guy yeah, is. We saw him in Texas, right? Remember? Because he he catches the ball out yeah. of the backfield. Like basically you have to be like Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara now to get paid as a running back because you got to be a dual threat. If you're not a dual threat, Forget you're not going to get paid big bucks. Now, Jacobs catches the ball pretty well, too, yeah. um, but I don't think he's Kamara or no. or Christian McCaffrey. He's you know? not your first-round pick in fantasy. He's no. not the guy you're going to. But So he tweets trouble? What is Bad business. Bad business. Not good. <sighs> you know, the Raiders could just never get out of their own way. Just when you're, oh, okay, Josh Jacobs, love this guy. Perfect guy for us. Perfect fit. There it is. And then... Well, I mean, it. What then, if? He, but what if I get? A, let me just play devil's advocate for advocate for a second here. What if his demand is more than what you would want to pay the average running back? Well, I, like the Giants are going through this with Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Now the difference with Saquon Barkley is he is more like a Christian McCaffrey, or Alvin Kamara. He's an incredible weapon out of the backfield when catching the ball. His issue is health. But like you know, like. I was I the same it. thing with Gurley. Remember the injuries that came to him? Yeah. You didn't know what was going on. He was trying to hold out to make sure he got some money. But last year when they when they decided not to give Josh Jacobs an extension, he then went and had like the best year of his career so far. Yeah, so now they're just like, well, got a franchise tag him. Right. And then you're going to get paid whatever it is, $12 million or something like that. Which is kid, still a lot of money, but you're only on a one-year deal in a sport where there's no security to begin with. Have your kid be a quarterback. A hundred percent. One And then make sure that Danny Hernandez is yeah, the guy who uh, then, trains him. Actually, he said we got to talk. He's got some good news for you. Uh, but no, that's another thing. Be the backup quarterback. Good 15 oh my God, years. That's the be best job ever. Who they got? Ever. I didn't even know Colt McCoy Colt was still McCoy, in the yes, yes, yeah. he still played last oh year. He yes. played the Cardinals. Yes. I did one of his games. Who's the, uh, the Rams guy? <laughs> Chase Chase Daniel? Or? Well, no, that, that, he's with the Chargers now. Chase oh, yeah, Daniels. the Chargers. Yeah. yeah. Amazing career for He him. was with New Orleans before. Yeah, amazing. Brian Hoyer is another Brian one. Brian Hoyer, he's yeah. been around for 12 years. A backup years, quarterback like is a good deal because yeah. you're going to make like a couple million dollars. You're just chilling. You maybe get in the game. You probably don't. No. You know? You don't get hit. Your body's fresh. Yeah. 38 years old. You got the double pension. Yeah. Kids don't have to worry about seeing dad suck. Nobody wants him fired. Nobody wants to replace. <laughs> it's amazing. Right. And if the quarterback ahead of him actually sucks, they're actually going to be clamoring for your yeah. dad. Yeah. And then if he plays, it's okay, dad. You're the backup anyways. Right. Like, the backup quarterback should have a receding hairline. Like, that's what you got to have. That's when you know you're in good hands right yeah. there. That's what... That's, man, here. Forget TV. I'm going to go be a backup quarterback. I think you're a little too old for that. Well, I mean, you don't have the receding hairline either, to be honest. Nah, some, you know, some guys, yeah, I'll be all right. I can still sling it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Go to Canada. But I, I think that, that... But the Raiders, of course, it's always going to be the Raiders. It's, you know... I mean, they're going to be bad this year. <sighs> I, I am... Listen, I know Raider really? fan... I think they're going to be bad. They're going to be bad. Now, Paul Gutierrez didn't think they were going to be as bad as I thought. No. Because yeah. I said they should tank. He laughed. He didn't think they'd do that. Um, I just, I don't see a good team on that roster. They're just so... Like, I think, the, always... Ra- I think the Rams will be better than them this year. And I don't think that people think the Rams are going to be good. Hmm. But the NFC stinks. The I... AFC is hard. Like yes. hard, hard, and, the and they play in the division yes. with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. So they had six wins last year, and they uh, not to mention a division where Sean Payton is now in the division. They also lost a lot of games, like in the last like 
yeah, minute they or lost, two. They lost a lot of tight games. But the year before that, they won all those tight <laughs> games. I, I don't think the Raiders are going to be better there, than the Rams. There's not... I, you don't think... I'll take that bet. You oh. think the Raiders will be better? Yes, I okay. do. Okay. Oh. Figure out what you'd like to bet. Okay. Uh, a bottle of tequila mandala. There you go. Well, that's that, no, that's like a cappy bet where it's free anyway for either of us. So That's true. Well, see, like a like a, a well, lunch you don't or like, dinner. Well, you All right, look, well, here's the thing: you don't you don't love wine yet, right? No. What if I get you a really good bottle of wine? I mean, Sliwa got me a really bottle of wine. What's a really good bottle of wine that he got you? Um, do you remember? A twenty five dollar bottle. I do have a picture of it. Tell me the name of it in Hold the break. Hold on, I'll have to. Yeah, yeah I'll in have the break, to look it's it fine. Because Chris was like, "Oh, okay." I'm sure it is a nice bottle of wine, but, but I can get. I'll get you something nicer if if the Raiders have a better record than the Rams. Oh. I mean, okay. Something that will really. Engage your palate. Okay, and if they don't, then I will get you. You just give me whatever. I don't care. A bottle of wine. No, I mean, yeah, it doesn't mean. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't have to give me anything. Oh, wait. Okay. Brian Hoyer is the Raiders' backup. You yeah. already bought. You bought, <laughs> you bought lunch yesterday, so that's fine. There you go. You don't yeah, have to he's pay. their backup, which is funny because you know everyone's talking about whether or not Jimmy that's G's going to come back. They get stuck with him. If Garoppolo's hurt, then Brian Hoyer's going to be the quarterback. They're screwed. Let's go. Or this kid Aiden O'Connell who played a cow or whatever. Yeah. All right, so the Raiders over-under win total is six and a half. Under. Over, for sure. Under. Oh, there's your bet right there. Under. How about that bet? There it is. Over-under okay. six and a half. Forget the Rams and, and Raiders. Over. The over-under six and a half. Under. Sedano takes under. Under. I would, Lindsay what's, over. What's the Rams over-under? Uh, it's probably similar. I was going to say, I feel like the Rams, if it were six and a half, I think they're, I'd go under on that. Yeah. All right, so the All bet right. is the Raiders over-under six and a half. Yeah. I, I'll All take right. the under on that for sure. And I'll get you a nice bottle. I'll get you a bottle of Camus. How about that? No. Okay. I bought Michael a bottle of Camus Select. And he Camus said that's Select his, is, that's his favorite is, bottle. Is that's pricey. his favorite wine. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Do you want Camus Select? No. I don't I need say, that. I get you just, I get Camus is good enough for me. Yeah. I, I yeah. just found Rams also six and a half. There we go. There you go. There you go. Whoa. What do you think, Beto? Rams uh, over I think Rams over on six and a half. I think Rams will be better. Okay. I think they're going to bounce back. But the Raiders, Jimmy G, you don't know what he is. Yeah, no way, bro. Uh, I feel like um, this is something that like Cap could ask when we're at Rams camp. You know? right. <laughs> we got to wrap it up. So we'll take a quick break. We only have 30 minutes to go here, by the way. Coming up next, could the Lakers be making a deal tomorrow? We'll tell you the probabilities of that in a moment.